What do we do? A podcast discussing wealth management and financial planning, and also introducing listeners to the leaders in our community. Hosted by the founder and CEO of Great Lakes Wealth, Dewey Steffen, alongside radio personality Kyle Bogey. Hi, I'm Dewey Steffen. Our goal with the What Do We Do podcast is to educate listeners on topics that impact your financial growth, your retirement, and your lifestyle. Join us twice a month as we welcome some of today's leaders in the community to inform listeners on the topics that impact us all. These conversations can help you make better decisions so you can plan for and live your best life. Here's Dewey Steffen alongside Kyle Bogey. Welcome in to episode 33 of the What Do We Do podcast. Kyle Bogey, Dewey Steffen here at Great Lakes Wealth. And uh, Dewey, not only is this the second podcast of 2021, this is also now the first podcast where we're going to bring in a very special guest. And this is something that we're pumped about. One incredible guest every single month over this next year. And we have an unbelievable guest to get things started. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks uh, to you, Kyle. Thanks to Sully. Thanks to our uh, listeners and our uh, YouTube watchers out there. 2021 is the vision of 2020, but doing it the right way, right? So taking it to the next level. Are you kidding me today? The one, the only Darren McCarty in the house. Thanks for being here, D-Mac. Oh my gosh. Well, ho- like- hold on. If you're going to introduce him, you got to say four-time Stanley Cup yes. champion. No, I'm kidding. He oh, doesn't yes. no, Keep that. going. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, if he doesn't get it, uh, Bogues, you know I remind him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're so yeah, pumped good. and proud to have you here. I mean, Mr. Detroit Rock City. There is none larger in life, and you know you're an amazing human being. Your four-time Stanley Cup champion trophies are just one little piece of your puzzle. And um, we talked last year about what do we do. Kyle's got a lot of insight. Sully's got an amazing point of view. I had a little bit of value, but the three of us. Nothing well, compared to what the rest of this community has when we come together as one big family. So with that, you know, this is this is what it's all about. Well, I think that, you know, first of all, I'm honored to be here, even though it's episode Draper 33. <laughs> 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 Hold on. <laughs> I'll get that out. But it, I am the first guest, so I can get over that because I can <laughs> argue my way out of it at some point because he'll say it's only I'm only great on this interview because he was involved somehow taking credit. But that's what we want out of the director of amateur scouting of the Detroit Red Rings right now but what I think is is great do is what you said about community but also we have a you know history with the in the golf community here and um like you said and I the big thing is now entering 2021 you know sitting here at Great Lakes Wealth and I said you know the, the thing is is that growing up you always think it's you know wealth is money and it's not it's knowledge and if there's any knowledge that I can spill because of my journey and yes those four cups are phenomenal. I'll remind everybody in my inner circle that I have four cups. In fact, <laughs> the Dan Stalls and the Stalls boys got me my own like boxing uh, robe with my number and the four cups on the side so I would shut up. <laughs> but what we do is not who we are. And I think that moving into 2020 and what 2020, 2021, but what 2020 has given us is perspective. And perspective... And unfortunately, we've lost some people close to us. And I know that, uh, you know, I, I'm in that. And uh, 
it's real and it's just something that we got to move forward but it's also too i always look at the positive side of life and i've been through the depths of my own hell and and i refuse to quit and that's what i say to everybody out there don't quit and now you surround yourselves with people that have seen what you're about so what the four cups brings is that i go around now and whether it's doing you know the, the podcast and their comedy or you know fire the band back up no matter what at the hockey games because thank goodness grinder does kyle you know who you know grinder <laughs> come on maybe even the made the video game back in the day but uh, there you no, go. but it's just a different you know to enjoy the life and and the different endeavors and the people that have Pave the way, so to speak, because whether uh, sacrifice or loss or lesson learned, and and that's where we're at. So I, I'm not the same person that I was even when I hoisted the first cup 23 years ago or the last cup in 2008. And uh, I'm grateful for that. And a lot of that, and uh, an enormous part of that is this community. So let's. That's a great tease because I want to get into kind of where we're at and where you're at in 2021. We'll do that, you know, in just a little bit. But we might as well start. You know, where, you know, we all remember essentially, you know, in that late 90s, mid to late 90s period where, you know, we were all at home watching and waiting for the Red Wings to finally win that that freaking first Stanley Cup uh, in 97. And for you guys to be able to get over that hump and do it for the first time in, you know, four decades was simply unbelievable. But you know, obviously Claude Lemieux is something that, that certainly jumps to mind, I think, for a lot of people out there. But, you know, is there something behind the scenes that you just reflect upon from that time period, 97 through, I guess, 02 in that first kind of, you know, era for you here in Detroit that just you think so fondly of during that time? Yeah, I think it's, you know, I love telling the story because it's all about what I've, what I've realized Darren McCarty just has to know why doesn't have to be right or wrong doesn't have to be anything but why does it why does he think that way why does this happen why just tell me the why so when i because the importance is is when we're talking about the detroit red wings from 97 to 02 it starts way before that it starts when i get here it starts 93 94 scotty bowman comes in because here's the struggle and is because right now, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, yeah, we're going through a bit of a suck. It it's wasn't tough. as bad. It wasn't as bad as the suck that I went through when I was in the '80s when I was a Wings fan. But I had the Tigers, right? So now everything's starting to sprout. But it's tough to be that fan. But here's the one thing: there's another. The next level of suck is being good enough and not being able to attain it. Because that's when I came in '93, '94, when the President's Trophy loses San Jose. You know, half the lockout year, the next year, go to the finals, expecting to win and get get stomped by Jersey. And that at that moment, that wasn't the scariest moment because we were young, a lot of us, and didn't really realize it's like, oh, we'll get back. It was the next year, the, 90, uh, the 95, 96 year that we set the league record 62 wins and then get beat out in game six by Colorado. And that's when you just – and I'm – I'm going to preface that because that's the scariest moment at the end of that game is going, oh, my God, we may never get back. And not only that, game six is Claude Mew right in front of me. If you watch the replay in the second period, hits my best friend, centerman of the grind line, Chris Draper from behind, breaks his orbital bone, breaks his jaw. It sounded like uh, if you've ever been to Tiger Stadium, old Tiger Stadium, and on a cold opening day and that single to right crack of the bat, that's what his face sounded like. And, and here's the whole thing, right? Here's the whole thing, because this is what all of us here that have grown up there, and I consider myself 
Detroit's favorite stepson because I grew up across the border, but so whatever the area, right? Because that's what community is. It's not bordered by lakes or, or borders, in my opinion. It's it's the people, right? But it's the fact that in life and sports, bad things happen, but you cannot lose respect for a fellow human being, right? And the fact that Claude Lemieux didn't apologize, said, in fact, no, screw Chris Draper. You know, you would never heard of him. He probably just made millions of dollars because of me and, you know, whew. That's heavy, man, because, you know, then here's the heavy part. That's May. Yeah, it's May of 96, 96 right? the year before, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's May of 96, two days after um, get Chris Draper out of the hospital, I pick him up, and the doctor gives me pliers and says in case he gets sick, you know, snap his, you know, cut his wire so he doesn't, throw, you know, swallow his puke. And, uh, okay, doc. And this is the best uh, that I tell everybody this is, and this is so Hollywood, but this is the way it was. There was only one thing ever said and one thing asked, and it was by me to anybody about what ha- was going to pre- preview what happened 10 months later. I looked at Drapes and I said, don't worry, I'll take care of that. And then I asked him, where do you want to eat? <laughs> <laughs> little prick. Uh, but I knew that was a setup because we went to Andiamo's in uh, Gross Point. And dude, you know what? It takes, you know how long it takes a guy to eat with his jaw wire to a plate of freaking gnocchi? Four hours. <laughs> Don't worry. I was still drinking. I was out on the boat hammered. So I was fine. But it takes four hours. And that's a little selfish. Darren, how old were you back then? You guys were 25. young, right? Yeah, 24, mm-hmm. 23, 24, 25. So, and, and then, and, and, and our crew. You know, with Grindline, me, Mald Strapes, and at this point, you know, Ozzy, Marty LaPointe, Matthew Dandano, Wardo, different things like that. But the, but the whole thing is, right, so there's 10 months, right? To the, but the significance as the season goes on is we don't beat Colorado. So we set the league record. you got to take it back as a fan. And you know what? The only time, I don't care what community you're from, but sometimes the only way out is through – so by the time we March 26 came around, it was about the game. If you watch the Russian Five, as Sully just said, he mm-hmm. finally did. Thank you for getting around to that. <laughs> hey, Sully, the control you room. Saw you how see it, pal. Brendan Shanahan says in that is it says nothing was ever said, but it just something new was going to happen. And, and but the thing is, he says it. We had to win the game, mm-hmm. right? That's more important. So I yes, I'm thinking of so many different ways that I can get this guy, but not cost the team because I wasn't going to do that. We had to win. So the way that it happened, guys, I mean, like it's it's storybook. I said the, you give it to Ford Coppola or Tarantino, you can't write a better script. And I know I'm biased because I'm the star, but um, <laughs> uh, but you know. I remember inside the first period, and I always knew when Lemieux was on the ice and waiting for my opportunity. I look over, and there's Peter Forsberg and Igor Larionov. Igor Larionov, of all guys, people, the listen, professor, yeah, the professor. <laughs> I I think he should have been called Google, you know, before Google, because right. you know, in the dressing room, they say, "Where'd you hear that?" And you say, "Igor told me, go, oh, you know, must be true." But no, or Gandhi, second most, the, the only bigger pacifist in life is Gandhi than Igor Larionov. But he's had enough, and I see him slapping guys, and I have to snap out of it because I'm like, "Oh, look at the puppies on Christmas morning; they're wow. so cute, right?" But then I realize the muse on the ice. But Adam Foot, ugly, big. Knows oh, yeah. Jack grabs me, he's strong, and then Shanny comes through, just like Hollywood breaks me free. I fade <laughs> the linesman, and the, you know this is why I love to tell people at the comedy shows and stuff is that you know I'll tell you the difference between a cold cock and a sucker punch. Sucker punch from behind, ninety nine point six percent of the time, don't do it. The other point four, they deserved it. Um, but a cold cock is when 
Think about it. Ten months, you've had to think about how you're going to smash this guy in the face and and or whatever. You got one shot. It's like Eminem. You got one chance. You know, like, and I don't even think the song was out then. Um, but it was like, you have to, that's where I tell everybody is, do not be afraid to wish or work for your goals, but you have to be 100% committed to the end goal, right? And this was that. Because here's the caveat. I'm a lefty. I'm left-handed. Watch all my fights. I'm Jack Johnson, left-handed. This one. Now, that I always say the hospital in the graveyard, right? But this I pull back was my right hand. And every man, woman, and child in wing-wheeled nation in the universe was in that hand. And I hit him so hard that, I, that everybody said he turtled. I fold him into a turtle. No, Claude Lemieux, and I just heard it. I just, Scott Gomez, who's a former teammate, said that that's not... He even says he's got a welt on his head to this day from from being <laughs> stupid. Because then I smashed his head. You know, I got I got him down. I'm trying to rip his heart out through his nostrils. I know it's not possible. I look over in there. I see drapes. And it was like... It was like church where the sunbeam comes oh. through the glass. It was. Yeah. It was. And I was... And the first thing I go, oh, Genesis, eye for an eye. And I walked in there and... and Bam! And I and I tried to knee him and whatever. The, the joke of the whole thing is I got four minutes for roughing it. Yeah, minutes how did you not get kicked out of that game? I always I, I, marvel listen, at that. Listen, I think it, all I would say is you might want to ask Paul Dvorsky and or Dan Shackey, who we reffing, who <laughs> reffed the game the year before that Drapes got hurt. Uh, I don't know uh-huh, back then. The plot I'm just saying. Anyway, so I and and but here's the caveat, right? The caveat, and I'm not saying if we we're sitting here and and we lose the game. That we're not saying, oh, at least we beat him. But the whole thing is that we were down 5-3. We tied it up in the kicker, the God shot, whatever you want to say is like the don't F with me moment is who scores the overtime winner? Me. So I slay the dragon and I got the girl. But here's the whole thing I want everybody out there to realize, right? It's because at that moment, it was the first time. It was the first time that... The proverbial sigh of relief. It's going to be all right. I don't know what it means, but it's going to be all right. You look how it played out. You know, I'd be then I go beat guy one on one my whole career and score the Stanley Cup clincher. But we go back to back, and then boom, four four cups. I caveat that because I've had that feeling one other time. And that was last year when Steve Eisman was introduced as general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Hallelujah! And I went. Okay, yeah. Just that it was just like I knew it. So, so it's not when it's when. And you look because I look at that front office and would caveat to to this day about why is now the time to dig in with your guys. Get because because it's starting. And and what do I think? Four or five years, right? It's going to take them half the time. You know, these next couple of years. But we're moving. And if you look at all the sports teams, there's some rumbling. There's some moving going on. And and. Whatever you're a fan of, you can actually be <laughs> proud to to get back on those wagons and stuff like that. And you know, like even down to to the lions and stuff. To me, it's just at least there's an, a a different ear, or a different voice in it's Chris Spielman in that room, right? So whatever whatever happens, but it goes down to culture because all the things we're talking about are culture of what. Well, not just us, but everybody's all about. See, and that's the thing. There's so many different parallels on and off the ice, on and off the field, whatever it may be. Sports and, and real life, working on a team, working at you know Great Lakes Wealth, whatever it may be, because it needs to be personal. You know, yes. you need to have an attachment. You need to have a relationship. Touch that individual, that friend, because 
I don't think if you guys, you know, didn't go through some of those things, you oh. didn't get kicked in the uh, in your teeth, yeah, 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 over and over and over again, and it didn't become this re- super personal no. thing. It, I don't think any of it would have happened. You know, it's one thing that I think, and it takes longer to realize but no it's the perseverance of the people it's people places things but it's the people that you surround yourself with and as long as you're on the same page and on the same goal and your intentions are the same you don't accomplish that goal well you'll regroup and figure it out now you look at we had scotty bowman and steve eiserman and we learned all the greatest things and i to this day that you know even in my life is that i've learned from learning what i don't want more than what i do want and and you know that's the beauty of it and 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 it goes to what you're saying about team it's the exact transparency and everything about the people i surround myself with the first question is where is the win-win right where's the win-win i know and and when people realize that there's really no competition right you're competing with yourself to be the best self and you want everybody around you be the best that they they are that it only brings out the best and it's we're we're i'm done i just and and don't get me twisted if you're not doing i don't care what you're doing but if you're not doing what i'm doing get twice away from me because i'm because more people are coming with me and i need more room for the ones that want to say what do you mean by that not the ones argue and and how do i know that because i'm one of the ones that has survived so far like Dewey has for you know the grace of God at different points and and now it's about it's given back and it's it's getting knowledge and and sharing my truth which you know led me to cannabis because it saved my life and now it's one of these things that I remember the day that I had the physical addiction alcohol released from me through eight days of, of detox of Rick Simpson oil which is the plant fully concentrating the medicinal it fights the cancer and stuff and i got on my knees and i was in tears grateful and then i got mad because i because if if i didn't know the truth of this plant and and thank goodness that here in michigan you know i always joke i go oh 2020 yeah that sucked right well not for dmac gambling's legal cannabis is legal and i got wjr show from <laughs> seven eight on friday night so i mean your suck level might be a little bit larger than mine but i'd look at the positive but it's it's the whole point it's who do you surround yourself with yeah. and what do you, because it's what do you like to do and here's a simple easiest thing doing to know to know is i want to do we're talking about bogey and you're talking about selling you're talking about brand 25 well the object is to do enough stuff that we can golf and because we enjoy golf as much cattails every friday morning every friday these guys have have never beat you right you are on i've heard you're undefeated you might have (laughs) more than four cups against these guys no they're not uh they i don't think uh Coming for you next year. Coming for me. They're, yeah. they're, they're on, but they don't understand is that the healthier I get, the better. Because what they don't have is the mint. See, Sully doesn't have the mental game. Bogey's, Bogey's getting there. Bogey's going to be the closest out of out of all the, the uh, let me just say, the media types. Right. right. Yeah, Bogey's got the uh, most potential for right now until Sully. Sully's going to come to that point, right? And it's usually called puberty. Right, and it's I just in golf puberty, it's different. Right, you right when you can't when you realize, right, what do you care about? Like don't don't fake yourself out, right? So for me, right, 
anybody who knows me, like I'm, I'm a solid six to eight. Like, I mean, I've always been, I shoot, I always shoot around 80. I can go lower than that or whatever, but I hit this little butter cut and used to call me sneaky short and stuff. So I don't care what I shoot. I'll shoot that, you know, I, as, as long, I've only teeter tottered 90 once in the last, and that was ugly. And, <laughs> and I think, I think I had to finish par par to, but, but so it's one of those things, but I don't, Bless it because I'm trying to draw the ball. If I sit there and just play my cut all day, I'll shoot 78. It's but it's what do you put in to get out? So now it's it's what you care about, but it's fun. But because it's fun to watch these guys battle it out and grind it out and care so much and 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 ribbon and and that's to me what you know for for all of us that love golf and. and Look at I'm so freaking proud. You talk about the Metro Detroit golfers. I hope everybody out there who's listening to this is is involved because it's about that relationship. And we know, you know, I remember the first time. Darren, that word again, community. So obviously we touched on 97 to 02, you know, everything that went on in that era. You certainly. Hold on. Sorry. Please. From that era, right, which is the, and you look at it, right? Because you got to look back in the history. I just call it like I see it, right? But. The, the the caveat right I, the greatest part about having cups isn't like hey I got a cup it's it's it is I got when it you're with, a fan watch it. well I got it with him and I got it with him it's the stories and then what went into it right yeah. and that's the best the locker room here's the best yeah. story when you think about it for Darren McCarty when you're having a bad day when you're having a bad day it could always be worse you know why you could be Patrick Waugh <clears throat> Exhibit A okay we run him out of Montreal. <laughs> 11 1. 11 1. Which, I remember which, that which, game. which, which, he walked by the gentleman. I never play for this team again. Yeah, custom out as he walked he to the said, locker Trade me RFN. Trade me RFN. <laughs> right? So he goes to Colorado, which then they beat us out. Like I said, so we created that monster that had to get through them. So there's exhibit one. And, and I'll say, so game seven, 02 on our cup run. We shut him out seven nothing or whatever like I missed that. The first four and he goal. retired, right? So mm-hmm. we got him. So and then in the in the middle of it, I'm not talking about my hat trick in game one. I'm not talking about all the times I scored over his glove. He's a Hall of Famer. It could always be worse. Could, <laughs> you could be Patrick Waugh. That's that's D Max. That's D Max. If you're down and out, do what he do. Perfectly said. Yeah, Kyle. Before we move on <laughs> yeah. to that next, you know, phase stage, stage yeah. if you will, just for a second on that, right? This. Here at Great Lakes Wealth, Wall Street Solutions, Main Street Values. In Detroit, it's blue collar, right? You, a grind line, right? You weren't a bunch of pretty boys. You aren't out there. Maybe, I mean, maybe you are, but it was more to roll up your sleeves and take care of your family, right? It was anything goes, you got to protect the family. Is that kind of? Well, that was my my mantra. So, so the grind line, which made it so, you know, which made it so unique is because you had two of the greatest in my opinion, tag team, the Draper and Malby tag team, penalty killers tag team defensively, but also too, and then to be able to, because I played a lot with Steve in that, but what Scotty would do is he'd sub Joey Kosher and I in until Joey retired, but I'd start the game and finish the game and I'd go play with Stevie. But it had, see, Scotty always liked moving parts. But the one thing is, is that, like, I don't know how many times it happened, is that, like, I'd seen them abuse Wayne Gretzky with Noah, right? My thing is, that you know, I go into piles and they'd be going, "Oh, Draper, Malty, they're a bunch of a holes," and I'd be like, "Yeah, they are, but they're my a holes now, yeah. why, right?" <laughs> but my job was why I always went on the ice last and always came off last is that those are my guys, yeah. so I protect. So I was, um, a, I had this protector that, and it was wasn't like 
it, I, I enjoyed it until they put in the tie-down rule because me being smaller than the bigger guys, then it took away from a, a style that I would fight, get out of my jersey. And plus, that was the – listen, if I was going to take a, a, a couple punches in the head – I'm gonna get half naked for some chicks. I don't care. I don't care. There is a mentality to it. There's a. There's a. Where's the win-win in that, right? Okay. So that sort of took it away. But the the thing is, it didn't matter what, um, because whether I wanted to or not, I didn't want anybody else to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, unless it was Joey or Proby at the time, or if it was somebody that was bigger. I never wanted to be the the biggest. I always liked to be. I always like to be Robin. That's where I, that I knew that coming in and I could make the team because Proby in 93, 94, he needed a Robin to his Batman. See, it, it's funny that you bring that up, though, because I think it, it's changed so much in this day and age in sports oh, because sense. not everyone has that mentality. I'm not even just talking hockey. I'm, football, basketball, you can run down the list of everything. Guys don't have, and particularly young kids, don't have the mindset of, okay, what can I do for the team? It's, I want to be the star. So for you to have that mentality, I, I thought back then it was kind of a normal thing, I think personally. Today, this day and age, I don't think we see that enough where guys are just willing to do whatever. Maybe sacrifice some of their glory, some of their points, some of their you know touchdowns in order to simply better the team and do their job. But then you see success, and then you really see when when. So I encourage you to watch sports, and that's a great and that's a great observation. So I encourage you to watch sports to say, who are the ones that have the talent that get the most out of it? So so to your point, Nick Saban's a better coach than he gets credit for, just because he's got all the five stars. But it's like Scotty Bowman; you get all the. It doesn't matter what recipe or whatever you have; it's how you put the recipe together. And it's if the if the ingredients believe in each other and it goes back to that community as you watch the russian five because it the best thing is the fact that it's a hundred percent real as far as emotionally as far as invested we loved each other no matter what language we spoke what religion whatever else who cared but we loved brothers you know left and right and you know i never went to college but I got, you know, 15 years of fraternity brothers, man. I mean, and even more so. I mean, the, the greatest thing now where I'm at and, and you know, this is a good, watch me segue. This is a great, right? So It's like you've done this before. Yeah, it's great, know, man. So, Kyle so, calls it a transition. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just learning these things. No, yeah, because it's, so it's into, to, because now some of my closest friends I fought or I played against, like the Scott Parkers in Colorado and Brad May, you know, who, who, you know, I've fought with Riley Cote, all the tough guys who are getting together, um, Ryan Vandenbush, stuff to to better their lives because a lot of guys with concussions and PTSD and the, and whether they're on a, uh, some of those guys are on the psilocybin, the microdose mushroom thing, and it's supposed to help with that. That's not my journey. That's not my mm -hmm. concern. And the one thing that I realize is with the cannabis and, and my main concern is that everybody understands the CBD and, and the CBN and the CBG and what these that everybody can have and why their body needs it is a simple conversation. So that's where my, and it's like anything else. I tell everybody, find something you're passionate in and then, and then figure out a way that you can make it work. So we're sitting here right now, right? And, and I'll let you get it. We got the Darren McCarty brand, um, the it's roll the on mad, it's yeah. it's the CBD roll on that'll be e-commerce everywhere. That it took two years for Brent and I to put it together, but it's everything I could ever want because 
you know, it helps with 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 everything. And 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 you, I mean, you could speak of it because uh, when I was doing the test samples out on the golf course. Uh, bogey was one of my test subjects. Oh, as sore as can be yeah. out there. And I, I mean, I deal with <laughs> shoulder pain and all that. Put a little uh, CBD roll on, and I was hitting bombs, CBD right? Roll yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Right. Hey, guys, it's Bogey. I want to take a second to talk to you about Dewey Stefan and his excellent team at Great Lakes Wealth. Look, do you feel overwhelmed with managing your assets in today's financial world? I mean, think about the times we're in. Do you want financial freedom instead? Great Lakes Wealth offers Wall Street solutions with Main Street values. They sit down with you to develop custom financial solutions utilizing all of your assets, even your 401k. They build the future you want based on your goals and your dreams. That's what Great Lakes Wealth is all about. Thinking about you, thinking about your family, and thinking about your future. Simply go to greatlakeswealth.us to schedule an appointment today. They offer better investments and better service than anyone out there. Your road to financial freedom starts at greatlakeswealth.us. Please visit greatlakeswealth.us or simply give Great Lakes Wealth a call today. Talk about that transition a little bit because, you know, there's a lot of athletes who they finish out their career, you know, wrap up, and then it's like, okay, what do I do now? I guess going from, you know, the end of your career to where you are now, how did you discover and form that relationship with CBD? How did you buy into that? And now here you are at a point with your own line. Uh, life, life-saving mechanism. Uh, so the, the biggest concern for me and my compadres and is the transition when you're done, whatever sport, um, and it doesn't matter what level, it's because the, I, if there's three or four years where I was really lost and without the love of a woman and to, to, and it's not doing it for anybody else because I have four wonderful kids and two wonderful stepkids and, and, and it's not, and I love my dogs and it's not about that, but it's, you got to do what is your trigger. And it was the love of a woman and it's, and it wasn't not as sexual. It was a belief in me and she didn't even know who the hockey player was. She knew the person and it was just because I quit fighting and I'm an alcoholic, right? Which means don't be, don't be upset because thank God I'm not a diabetic because then it ruined my chocolate edible buzz, right? <laughs> but it was through, so my, I was used to be 70 pounds heavier. My organs were going to explode. I mean, I would get sick when I didn't drink, not when I drank. I mean, it was really bad. And through the love of the cannabis community and I'd had a caregiver and they've been talking it for a while. And here's the one thing is, is... Where, just don't lie to the person in the mirror. As long as you don't lie to that person, then you can move forward. For me, I'd walk by him all the time till right near the end. I stopped and I said, I'm dealing with you right now. And he said, you ain't going to come back alive. And I was like, shwarmy, mother. And it was like, you know, okay. You know, so we started having this relationship and it was just to realize what a piece of garbage that I was. I, it's... I made bad choices. I love Larry Lawton. If you follow Larry Lawton, he's a, the jewel thief on YouTube. But he says, you know, this is bad. It's I don't believe in bad people. I believe in bad choices, right? And and so it was really a deep down dig. And and so the cannabis, because there's Rick Simpson oil, which is called RSO, which is the the whole cannabis plant concentrated in the medical form. And if you hear about RSO, it, it has cancer curing properties and, and it's, you know, well proven. Well, it has 
um, the ability to eat, you know, because the, the greatest thing about being an alcoholic is your body will recover, right? As opposed to being an opioid addict where you mm -hmm. sever the receptors and they'll never reconnect. So as long as the why, you realize what it is. So the fact that you have an endocannabinoid system and it, and that's, that's just, so when I understood, I said, wait, what? So I have a, like a food processor in my body and this plant specifically is for that. And this plant has 500 and what? properties in it so it's so am i getting this right that it's just my responsibility what i put in my system so okay so what you're saying is when i hear cbd or cbg or cb so the c the c's are for my body so the c's have nothing to do with a high or my head no what do they do they, they regulate your sleep and your appetite and your digestion is that what I'm understanding? So the C's, you'll never get a buzz. Oh, it's that THC, that devil, THC. Oh, you're misspoken. THC is not the devil. THC is the doorman. Because what he does is he regulates as the cannabinoids come in and how they interact. How do you know this? Because if you ever run across topicals or anything, you will never get high unless it cuts the skin. So that's why the topicals and stuff like this, um, it's a different powerful. So now when we transition into the CBD, because I believe that every human being can get the benefits from kids to whatever, to the CBD, the CBD digestion. And my next thing that I'm really into is the CBN because I'm an insomniac and <laughs> we have two different levels and it's different because if you know, like people say, Oh, the edibles and stuff, well, you got to be very careful. Don't tell me what, tell me who, but when you dose the edible, you're along for the ride. With the CBN, because it's non-hallucinant, right? There's two levels. Take the bear down and put the bear to sleep. So there's so much education, and, and it's just the same thing as if I'm, you know, I ain't, don't come to me about wealth advice. Come to Dewey like I do. You well, know, it's it, like, it's like, it's like, Dewey, what's going on with it? Because you don't have to know everything. It's just the fact <laughs> you have to know the right people, Yeah. right? We have a saying is that if, if I do not know, then I will find the best possible person in my circle to, to find out the answer. And that's, that's all it is, is because it's the team. Back to community. Back to yeah, community, back to, back to team. team. And Together, it's, it's a, everyone and achieves and the, more. And it's, and, it's, and it's establishing the culture, right? And the culture is now, I, I use this analogy. I love analogies. I use this analogy. It's like now being, um, cannabis being legal in the state of Michigan, well, they've given us the opportunity to have pets, but now you got to train your pet, mm -hmm. which means you can. And the beautiful thing is you don't have to go to somebody in a white coat to write you something and you go take. You have some sort of say because at the end of the day, it's not about whether you do or you don't. It's whether you have the option. Well, and, and I think that's, I mean, it's really well said, but I think education, you know, mm -hmm. is, is really the biggest thing. And, you know, Dewey, I know just to tie this all in, you know, at Great Lakes Wealth, you're certainly a believer in the cannabis industry and investing here moving forward as well. So we have a cannabis portfolio, right? We started over two and a half years ago, almost three years ago. And uh, why? Because it's the fastest growing industry on the planet. No pun intended, right? <laughs> so, and you're right, Darren. We talked about this last year in one of our podcasts. It's not the THC. The fastest growing part of the cannabis plant is the CBD, and particularly related to the medical sales, you know, the industry and the sales therein. The, the one data point I'm going to tell you is in 2020, this year, right? 
uh, that just ended. Estimates were $7.5 billion U.S. medical sales. Okay, 2025 U.S. medical sales estimated to be 13.82. Call that a double. Seven to 14 billion. That's a double in five years. Okay, check this out. The recreational cannabis sales estimated to be 8.2 in 2020, only 10.8. 2025. Okay, great. 25% increase in five years. Fantastic. But that's not a double. The industry is moving from get high just for recreational purposes Mm -hmm. to get attention for medical purposes. Well, the the beauty of it is, you know, not only that, here's the greatest gift that why things move so fast, in my opinion, is you look at hemp, which is where cannabis is grown from. You look at who's the greatest ally right now. They're fighting they're the, the, the hemp plants are fighting the plastic, right? So now you have another ally to fight what the, the right and the truth is coming out, right? So it's the, the truth will be shown and, and obviously across this country through elections and everybody, the people's, you know, voice has been and it's about the education. So, so that's the whole thing. It's to where I always say it doesn't matter what it is. It's not the what, it's the who. That's the whole thing. So my right now, if you notice the Darren McCarty brand is licensed by Pincana. Um, so that's my licensing. But in the meantime, we're, we're that that contract will be up in uh, February of 2022. So at that point, it's like, and you know, it's it's the one thing that right now I enjoy being parts of different things. But I also too. You know, I'm not, I I have, you know, there's people are growing all over the place and you have influence, but it's one of those things is what's the next move. And you mentioned it, the education, but huge part is, is also like, um, people don't know there's a difference right now. The education. Yeah. That's huge. So that's the, and then, and then that's the biggest thing is, is the, what do you mean by that? And bringing the education and bringing the, um, the cannabis community together in the conversations and and because i continue to learn you know why how do i learn i surround myself with smarter people than i do and and (laughs) and 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 they explain to me why and then once i get the why i'm so passionate about it that it sticks because down the road and there's nothing like somebody who you don't expect coming up to you saying thank you you changed my life i you know i saw you do this or i saw this and i smoked you know what i mean and and it was just a life change. And I was stories, like, yeah. I was like, now you know that. So here's the thing: now you know the truth. It's your responsibility what you do with it. Me, my responsibility, obviously, my heart virtues, vulnerable truth, or integrity, which explains the the March 26th that I the one that always <laughs> has it going first. And if it's not right, I figure I'm dead anyways. If they're gonna get to you, so I mean, why why wait? So we wanted to, and I do. I can let you certainly set this up, but we want to create a little bit of a theme with every single guest that we're going to have on this year. And again, we appreciate you being our first guest. Yeah. I mean, that's that's D-Mac a huge. D Mac in I, the house, baby. I, I think we I'm honored. We, we need I'm, to change uh, D Mac's bio on his social media accounts. Four time Stanley Cup champion, first guest on the What Do We Do Booyah. podcast. I mean, that's talk a about a resume big. builder, Booyah. right? Please, there, right? You tell please. The trades, <laughs> yeah, <you> please. <laughs> let, let's go ahead and add that, but. Uh, let me- we, let, let, let me talk to the administrator. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll see what we can do. But you had a great question. I think this does kind of tie into the What Do We Do podcast and really what we want to accomplish in 2021 on the pod. Yeah, we're here to educate, Darren. This is a free pod for the community. We talk about wealth, but we talk about health, and we talk about wise, healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? And so with this being the new 
what do we do for 2021. We want to ask our guests, and again, let's say it one more time, the very first guest. There will be never, ever again a very first guest, and that's the one and only Derek <laughs> McCarty. We're so glad that you're here. But with that, Kyle asks me every day, all day. Sully calls me every morning before he gets up and has his Fruity Pebbles. Do we? What do we do? Right? So it's always what do we do because that's the podcast. Well, we want to know what Darren do. And what do we mean by that, Darren, is we want to know what the current Darren McCarty would tell the 18-year-old Darren McCarty to have him, you know, look out and, and, and catch his back of his head, you know, and then take care of that. Dewey, Bogey, I'm honored not only to be the first guest, <laughs> but the first delivery of what do we do. 18-year-old DMAC out there, what you do right now on your 18th birthday is you make sure someone older than you, wiser than you, sits you down and explains to you what your credit score is, <laughs> what it means, how powerful it can be for you, and how not to get lost in the world of credit. If you start out properly with the guidance of somebody to know what you're doing, it's who controls the money, controls the conversation as far as, um, and, and listen, <laughs> I'm not the person to do is the guy to go to for money. For me, <laughs> for me, I'm not very good with it. That's why I give it to the people around me. And then I keep waking up every morning. So that's a good thing. <laughs> no, but yeah. In all reality, though, it's a very good point because I've learned a ton of things that I'm 31. I learned a ton of stuff I didn't even know about investing, putting money away, things that you should be paying attention to, multiple streams of income, you know, finding other ways to How make money. How many sectors in the S&P 500? 11. Booyah. Yeah, crushing it. So I, I do think financial education, investing education, credit score education, so unbelievably but, important to, to understand the value of a dollar, what it means, and where it can go. And here's the thing is the most important thing, whatever you, when you're looking for knowledge is you don't have to, because when you start talking like that, my eyes start going, but it's also, so who is that person like Dewey that can speak to you in the terms that you want and explain it to you? Because then it's that comp because it's, and it's about Dewey community culture. <laughs> community. There's the theme. That's, that's the theme. And then, and then everybody working towards, you know, the common goal and, and you know, what do you, what is it you want to do? And what is it you want to do? How do we help you achieve what you want to do? You know, like that's. Well, DMAC, uh, a lot of knowledge, wisdom, some fun. I could hear the Claude Lemieux story about a million times <laughs> over again, but uh, we appreciate you being here with us. The first guest on the What Do We Do podcast, uh, episode 33. I know, Dewey, you're, you're very excited about this as well. And, uh, you know, just again, we, we really appreciate it. Detroit's adopted son, the one and only Detroit Rock City legend, D-Mac, Darren McCarty. We're so glad you're here. And as we always say, we're just getting started. The opinions expressed in this program are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It's only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risks and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional.